Hey everyone, welcome. Oh hell, let's start that again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Take three. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Broken Anxious. My name is June Ann and I'm your host. We're at episode 11. Today's episode is called The Hormonal Life. It's named after that um, TV show called The Good Life. I don't know if anyone's watched it, but it's <laughs> it's like someone like this lady has died. She thinks she's in heaven, but she's literally in hell. And you know what? Sometimes, yeah, having PCOS, like with like the PMS and all that, is very strange because you think you're in hell with PMS, like PMS. For me now, is like, it's 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 bad, and then when you're having your period, you think, ah, oh, actually this isn't so bad. It's a, I don't know if I'm making sense, but that's what kind of contrast I get. Well, that's why I named this episode um, the hormonal life because the hormonal life is a bitch. So, I think by now, most of you would be aware that PCOS derives from an hormonal imbalance. And things that result from that hormonal imbalance really comes out as our symptoms. So, for example, some people can get herterism where they grow hair um, where you wouldn't expect a female to grow hair so for example um you can grow hair i've noticed like people have like thick hairs on their stomachs or on their backs and so forth um where people usually stereotypical stereotypically assume that's where men grow hair and you know um, sometimes it can bring on male patterned baldness so or hair loss because of the amount of testosterone hormone that is in our body i have hair loss um personally um and i'm working on it like it's getting better if i don't touch my hair i'm laughing it's i think it's traction alopecia like i have really weak hair and i think that's something for my hormones as well so if i leave my hair i'll flourish but if I touch my hair, I won't flourish. <laughs> and that's just the sad point of it. And going through like puberty as a teenager, mm, I did have some hormonal times. But what I didn't realise is that my hormonal symptoms were way more different than, I guess, the average person going through puberty because I had an extra little seasoning called PCOS. So from really bad ovulation um, to having kind of really bad PMS before my period came. Now, I used to get depressed before my period came. But because I wasn't tracking my period, it was very hard to kind of pinpoint now it's easier because I have my app. I can pinpoint, okay, I'm going to have PMS here. 
by this time I'll be okay. I'll move on with my life and I can warn people. But when I wasn't tracking, it would be a thing of, oh my God, I'm going through depression again because I'm having depressive thoughts. And then I go to the toilet, wipe, and there's my friend. And I'm like, oh, that's when I cried when I thought of this person dying. Like, <laughs> honestly, don't know where it comes from. Like, honestly, I don't know if I've mentioned this before in another episode about mental health. But I remember watching a video. I'll never forget it because it's just hilarious. I remember watching a video of an elephant eating a mango and I cried. I really did cry and I looked at my app I said there you go that's bloody why it's PMS and <laughs> that's the thing like sometimes P- like PMS can be I've, I've heard it's called something else but I know that sometimes my PMS can be so severe that some, I can't tell the difference well before I couldn't tell the difference between depression and, and PMS and I think I think, I don't know, I've never really um, looked into it too tough, but I honestly think um, at that time I had PMDD, um, premenstrual, this, I can't say the word, disorder. <laughs> this P, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, I can't say the word, but PMDD, that's what we're going to say. And I honestly think, looking back now, that's what I had. Because the depression, the the menstrual symptoms, premenstrual symptoms that I would get were very, I want to say, this is my own saying. I'm not saying other people's are like that. This is my own saying. But for me, in general, I'm a dramatic person. I've always been dramatic that's never going to change so the way I see myself sometimes I'm very dramatic with things now me being dramatic I kind of put down to um anxiety um you know over perceiving things that's why I did so well in my hazard perception test when I was driving because my anxiety was on 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 top do you know what I mean so my hazard perception was chef kiss Anyway, I think I'm going off on a tangent. So having this hormonal imbalance also means it affects my weight. In that episode, I'm talking about my whole like weight gain and loss journey and how it's been a roller coaster. And, you know, in these episodes, I'm always plugging in another episode. And you know what I am? Because I just, you know something there may be something in that episode that I say that might help you and relate to this episode my life is one like long train I don't know if anyone's seen that tv show Snowpiercer that's my life (laughs) just the train (laughs) connecting to each other although the carriages are different they're all connected anyway I realized that as I'm older my weight loss is not so easy but my weight gain spreads like butter like I can put on weight so easily it upsets me so much and for years before realizing it's because of PCOS I used to think it was me 
I used to think, oh, I'm eating too much. But I'm literally not. I can starve myself and still put on weight. It's a cruel, like, fate to have, honestly. And as you get older, it gets harder and harder to control, to control basically. Um, right now, it's, it's under control. I just eat in moderation with everything. I'm not one person to, like cut out this and cut out that because you know i have i have to enjoy life and and, you know cutting out this and that and the other is not gonna let me enjoy life do you know what i mean so (laughs) i'm not now trying to actively lose weight i'm just you know i'll go for walks i'll exercise more and i'll eat less and i'll eat in moderation sometimes i have a whole binge and that's another thing that you learn from this hormonal imbalance is that you can crave really sweet and salty foods and not know why you crave like i love salt learning and researching about pcs pcos has made me realize there's a reason why i crave salt like i like crisp i like popcorn i like seasoning i like salt if i go to a restaurant i'd rather have a main and a starter than a main and a dessert because i'd crave salt more than i do the sugar um that's not good high blood pressure and all that love stuff but i've now learned now to kind of like limit that drink loads of water limit the salt learning and researching about pcos has changed my life dramatically my my train of thought is so much different um I now know when I'm looking at certain um, things on the internet and it's PMS, around PMS time, I know what's going to trigger me and I tend not to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be triggered. Um, Now, maybe that's naivety, I would call that protection because I know my triggers, I don't want to be set off, so I do things to help myself. this is off subject but i used to like make up fake arguments in my head and i used to get really upset about it i don't pms and anxiety and this whole hormone imbalance and depression is one big crazy like yarn boil that's scrambled up it just sometimes it doesn't it doesn't make sense i also think like my skin is kind of a constant reminder that I do have a hormonal imbalance because of the insulin resistance that I have in my body. So one um, symptom of insulin resistance is like dark patches on your body. Um, I have a dark patch on my face, which I like to call my natural contour. (laughs) And that's a constant reminder of I have a hormonal imbalance and I have insulin resistance and I am prone to insulin resistance now please if there's any services this is not a call for you to come into my dms or comments or email me warning yeah (laughs) but I am I'm working on you know having that lightened up and you know what the things that I'm doing is actually helping you know just the little ex the exercising more the more water i take the less food i eat the less sugar i take things like that for me 
is working and it's lightening up and I'm really I'm actually really proud I took a picture of it like a couple of weeks ago and it was so much more lighter than I've seen it before I was so happy so I know that there are things to help with my hormonal imbalance and it's given me the notion that whatever I'm doing is working for me and I'm happy with the way things are going for me Will I completely get rid of this hormonal imbalance and PCOS? No, I won't. That's never going to happen. It was. It's always going to be there. Can I help relieve it? Yes. And I don't know. It's quite funny. <laughs> like when you sit down and you really think of it, the things that we go through as menstruators, especially when it's time for us to have our the womb, the lining of our is it cervix or womb, shed, is just crazy. Like, our train of thought is not, is not on a right path. It's, like, zigzagged. And it's funny because um, it's very hard for people to understand that. It's very hard for um, men to understand that. Um, men to understand that, you know what? I'm actually PMSing at the moment and you need to be careful what you say. I remember I said to an ex, I'm PMSing at the moment and you need to be careful how you breathe around me. Because if he breathed heavy, I would be furious. Like, <laughs> my PMS was that bad. Like, if you breathe, no, it was if you, he used to breathe through his nose and I guess he was sick and he had like a whistling thing because it was a bit blocked I said if you breathe one more time and I hear that whistle I'm gonna lose it <laughs> so yeah another thing that I think really does affect your hormonal imbalance which I've really I'm really learning to take control of is stress stress is a huge um what's the word a huge kind of entity that affects your hormones and your literally your general wealth like i don't think people realize because uh, i i didn't realize but stress affects a lot there are so much triggers and so much signs that your body is reacting to stress and i've only just learned that now and since i've controlled my stress and learned the tools to kind of calm me down I can tell that my PMS is way more calmer. I can tell that I'm just not as intolerable as I was when I would was not doing those kind of things. And doing by doing all these things, I'm really enjoying my quality of life. If you knew me before, you would know I loved makeup i loved makeup i you could take me to a boots that's a sephora of the uk and i would be in heaven like <laughs> i would buy the whole store if i could and when i was really going through the bad patches of my um, pcos and not knowing what's going on and I started to get dark patches, it really messed with my um, self-esteem and my 
and in turn helped in mess with my mental health. So now that I'm working towards relieving that and what I'm doing is working, me putting on makeup, my self-esteem has totally changed. Like I've said in the previous episode, I'm a bloody goddess. And you know what? I am. I'm gorgeous. <laughs> I say it to my friend and my mum all the time. I'm gorgeous, you know. I said to mum, you ain't made no ugly child. I'm a top dollar girl. <laughs> and although I say it, I'm and I say it as a joke, I'm starting to slowly believe it. And I'm starting to realise my hormones play a big factor in in a lot of my self-esteem issues regarding the weight, regarding the skin, regarding my whole personality with PMS, my whole um, anxiety, my kind of dramatic personality that I have. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it was gibberish, I'm not gonna lie, I chat shit sometimes. But I do want people to realise that hormones are not just something that affects your libido. Hormones affect nearly everything. Like, it kind of affects a lot of things. And it kind of, it's kind of something not to take for granted. So yeah, just research more about your hormones research more about the hormonal imbalance and try to learn and understand your body more i would honestly say first things first get a period tracker so you know when that hormonal time is coming around and you can literally prepare yourself because that's the first thing i did and that's the first one of the first things that helped me so yeah thank you for listening to this episode i hope it was enlightening funny and just a little gift gab between me and you hope you are doing well and if you'd like to hear more there's a whole range of episodes that i have and there's more to come so i'll speak to you soon bye oh i forgot to say and i always do this and i didn't do it in the last episode and i didn't i'm gonna forget to do it in this episode the next episode is going to come out bi-weekly. I'm still doing bi-weekly. I think it's the best thing for me personally um, in regards to, you know, mental well-being and self-care that I do this thing bi-weekly. I know I did get a message about, oh, why can't you do it weekly? I ain't got the mental capacity, to be honest with you. Like... I am doing so well with what I'm doing now. I really, really don't want to kind of change that. So if you can bear with me, I'd be happy because bi-weekly really works for me. And I hope, I really do hope it works for you. I mean, I do plan to have more people on. I have a lot more um, episodes and symptoms I want to talk about. So just, just ride with me. I know that's, like I said, a lot of people wanting it to be a weekly thing, but I think personally, for me and my own mental well-being, I'm still sticking with bi-weekly. That's the way for me to go. So, 
wait another two weeks and the new episode will be out. Bye.